Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 62 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and that's uh, Kaylee. And Kaylee's sneezing. sneezing. (laughs) Uh, Today we're going over season three, episode 18, Shades of Grey, aka Bad Tina. And that is for (laughs) anyone who's watched Bob's Burgers. That's my bad Tina episode. There's an episode of Bob's Burgers where Tina decides that she's going to be a bad girl, not follow the rules anymore. Wow. So that's my bad Tina episode. <laughs> I don't have any haze that works. Done. Yeah. Um, so this first aired on... Bad girls don't... There's a song. She's got a whole song. Wow. Where she says they don't like to watch dog prom. Bad girls don't like to go to dog prom. Dog prom? That's the name of the movie that she's supposed to be watching, but she doesn't watch it. Oh, I'm more confused if there's a movie period that someone thought of just the title Dog Prom. Well, it's supposed to be like a kid's movie that's like supposed to be garbage, but she's like, I don't watch garbage kid movies. I watch garbage teen movies. And then she tells her mom not to have a crap attack. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So this is the part where I admit that I've never gotten into Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I can't tell you how many episodes I've seen, and yet I still Nixie, can't Nixie, quite... I'm going to have a crap attack. Can't quite get Bob's Burgers. I love that it. That train leaves without me. And yet I've seen the episode where they're stuck in the back of the train trying to get the chocolate like four times. It's a good one. And I still... I like, think I want to bring you back to season one, and there's like a Shining-themed episode... Okay. With, with Bob, and he gets stuck in a crawl space. Okay. It, it's good times. It's good times, guys. Good times. All right. Well, this episode of Stargate first aired <laughs> on February 9th, 2000. Got it. Written by Jonathan Glasner, directed by Martin Wood. Uh, I think this is the last one that Jonathan writes. Oh, it's I the think... last of the Glasner Wood? Well... Yes. Okay. But he goes, he's still an EP. Got like, it. Like, he's still Got involved. It. Okay. It's just the okay. last time he writes. Um, and uh, we have just a couple of returning. Tom McBeath is back as Asshat. Oh, and yes. Steve uh, Mackage, Mackage, sure, uh-huh. is back as Colonel McBeath. <laughs> okay. Um, we're just going to jump right in. Do it. We start with everyone dressed in their Sunday best since they're on a diplomatic mission to Aldra. I mean, to Holon. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in, in like in its own little bullet. Sam looks good. Sam looks good. Sam looks damn good. Yeah, I know everybody looks nice, but Sam, I'm crushing on Sam. She's look good. Yeah. To be fair, it's hard to not look good when you're dressed in Air Force Blues. I said this before. Challenge accepted. I bet you I can not look good. In a suit, a skirt. <laughs> it is not a look that this body shape pulls off. They well. have pants. That's okay. Well, that's no better. <laughs> it's great. They okay. have pantsuits. Yeah. No, she looks, she looks good, nation. and I all props to her. Yeah. No, she looks fantastic. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> also, you guys, Grace hasn't seen it yet, but I've seen Rogue One, and it's so hard for me to vomit, not like word vomit all over her face about Rogue One. Holy farts. Attention all... cast is a coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's taking everything I can do to not like Star yeah. Wars vomit, word vomit all oh, over her. And we were bringing it to you now, except that my tooth decided to be an asshole. So she, she couldn't so, see it yesterday. How sad is it that not only I did not get to see it, but I did not get to see it because I was at the dentist. <laughs> The saddest of like turn of like the most misfortune yeah. anyone can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Anyway. I can't even tell you the one word that my brother texted me after he Dang saw it. it too. No, no, I can't even believe that this. I didn't beat Matt to it. It's the last word of the movie for those who have seen it. That was. Brother Matt, that's no fair. I know. Gosh. I know. It reminds me a year ago this time. Yeah, Me and I were watching uh, uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New content has already started to uh, episode eight. <laughs> nice. I think the I think the it's rumor, under a year, right? It's just just barely under a year. I think the rumor name that I heard last that I do think Brother Matt uh, was the one. That's just weird. Uh-huh. I can't call him that because uh-huh. it sounds like he's a monk. That's um, why I like it, Brother Matt. <laughs> I think the last <laughs> name that was floating around was Forces of Destiny. Oh my! Yeah, that sounds like a soap. Well, it sounds just cliche enough to be a Star Wars title. Okay. But so I, so which is both good and bad for me. All right. All right. All right. So I don't, I don't. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. Anyway, Stargate, guys. Stargate. This is a Stargate this podcast. This is Stargate. promise. It is. So, but Daniel's like to the Talon, hey, you remember that time? Remember that time we saved you all from the gold? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'd like because we saved you from the gold and it was awesome some diplomatic relationships and to <laughs> trade with some you know technology that you keep saying that you're not going to give us yeah. but remember that we, time can we have some technology and yeah. Travel is like dude technology please I've said for like a thousand times yeah our law says no she's like you guys have no chill we're not giving you any shit you don't get anything <laughs> Daniel's Stop like, pushing our buttons. Daniel goes, well, laws on our planet are changed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Travel's like, I don't give a shit how things work on your planet. It's a good effort. It's a good effort yeah. on his oh, part. He Unfortunately, his die roll is just not high no, enough to convince it's not. her. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, y- you want weapons, don't you? Yeah. Daniel's like, well... Yeah. Jack's like, one of those ion cannons would be really nice. <laughs> he goes, yeah. See... And you totally, I'm sure, only use it against the Gould. You totally never use it against anyone else on your own planet. And Jack's like, fine, you know what? Forget this shit. We're wasting time. I'm done with this. He's like, I'm over and out. We're leaving. Everyone follow me. Yeah. (laughs) He stopped. He's he's like, I'm done pretending. I don't want to be in this suit. It's itchy. I want to go play off planet. Exactly. Done. So as we're walking down the hallway, Jack's like, is this that shit that disabled our weapons and, like, the gold weapons and everything? And they're like, yeah. And everyone's <laughs> pointing out how this is a very bad idea. Yeah. And there's a line. Lots of talks about lines being crossed um, in this, in this lines, episode. There's a lot of lines. There's metaphor. a lot of lines. Lines. It, this is, lines that's the AKA. Lines and sand. That's, and that's the AKA of this episode. Lines and lines. <laughs> I'm just every pop culture reference. AKA of this episode, lines. Lines. Uh, he was like, yeah. The so, lines that you stand in and he's then like, Rory writes about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. Jack is like. Jack is like, uh, shut up. 
And he rips the thing out of the wall and walks yeah. off. Shut your piehole. Yeah. He's pretty much becoming that guy right now. Yep. Like, he's just like, I win all the things. And credits. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to a briefing room in the most awkward scene, I think, yet in Stargate history. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, like, tension in this room is palpable. I mean, aside from the weird scenes where Sam's like, hey, person I kissed before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll totally yeah. give you that. This is this is awkward. Like, yeah. it's a, you can see the tension visibly <laughs> in the room. Yeah. Hammond's like, great job bringing technology back. Yeah. This is fantastic. And he's like, happy Dory. He's like. How'd y'all do it? Jolly. He's Jolly Hammond here. <laughs> he's like, would you have to promise him any turn? What? Awkward pause. <laughs> Daniel's like, well, we didn't actually promise them anything. Yeah. So he's we like, just, uh, Hammond's like, so you, they just what? gave you yeah. this as a reward? That was nice. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> no. No, they, they still refuse to give us anything. Hammond is very confused. He huh? looks to Sam. Sam is completely confused and is like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's really hard. It's like you're, okay, I don't want to lie, Yeah. but I don't want to it's, rat on my friend. It's literally when one parent tells you one thing and tells you not to tell the other parent, and then yeah. the other parent's like, so what happened? You're like, you're like shit. Uh, this is not, I'm not going to win no matter what I do here. Exactly. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> And so Jack's just like, dude, no, it was it was me. It's yeah, like completely nonchalantly. No, I did this. I just stole it. He didn't give me anything. I stole it. And Hammond's <laughs> like, come again for Big Punch? <laughs> you did what? And he was like, well, I borrowed it. I mean, Sam can figure out how it works and we'll just give it back to them. And Hammond's like, what the fuck, Jack? Yeah. I like what? that better than just what the fuck. What the yeah. fuck, Jack? That's yeah. going to be a thing I say what now. The, what the fuck, Jack? He goes, <laughs> we've been accused as an organization of stealing, and so yeah. far I've been able to deny it because we hadn't but stolen anything. But now you're proving anything. it to be a thing. What am I supposed to say now when someone accuses us? Yeah. And Jack is still, like, laid-back surfer dude about this. And <laughs> Hammond's like, do you... Do you understand, like, the shit that you're in right now? Yeah, it's really interesting to see Jack become this person. I was sitting there watching going, why is he doing you this? You were so confused I the was first very, half of like, this not okay. I was like, what's happening? You were pissed at Jack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially this some of the stuff is not the prime directive, and I know what that means now. <laughs> yeah. Because I watching Star Trek. Um, <laughs> it's like, this is court martialable. Yeah. That's not a word. I, I've added syllables. Guys, syllables. it's totally a word. I syllables. And Jack's like, look. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, this was me alone. The whole group did not do this. Mm-hmm. Carter and, and Sam and Daniel protested, and Tilk. I mean, I could tell he was processing by the way that he cocked his head and raised his eyebrow and all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Teal, like, basically says nothing this entire episode. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, you can basically count his words on two hands, almost. It's, it's like that anger silence. Oh, it's anger it's silence. It's just anger silence. Oh, yeah. It's like, my. this is how I passively protest everybody. Oh, this is passive you're, aggressive. You're all assholes. Passive aggressiveness on, like, a perfection scale. Yeah. He's been learning from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Hammond's like, I've had enough. He's pissed at this point. Yeah. He is pissed. He goes, look. The rest of you return this. Tr- 
try to smooth shit over. And then Jack explodes. Enough with the laid back Jack. He's had enough. He's like, look, our core mission is to find technology and defend ourselves against the gold, right? Mm. He's like, Hammond goes, yeah, but we don't steal from friendlies. Yeah, that's just not what we do. This, this is, is immediately, you're, you you know, without spoiling the rest of the episode. Oh, at we this can point, spoil the rest of the episode. You know that Jack knows something. Oh, yeah. And so at this point, I'm like, what the fuck does he know? Who's yeah. about to attack us? Yeah. What's happening? Why is he being this asshole? Because he doesn't or just break like testing? that. Yeah. Um, and, well, Jack just points out that, that that concept is stupid. Since the Pentagon wouldn't approve the backup yeah, program, they have no defense, choice. That's a great defense, dude. Well, yeah. you're dumb. Dumb. <laughs> He's like, we gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah. And Hammond then firmly tells him to basically sit down and shut up. Yeah. Fair. And At this point, he, he's earned that. He has. And Jack is now relieved of command, and he sends him to his room. I uh-huh. mean, the infirmary. <laughs> he has Teal escort him down and reminds Teal. I like that interesting part where he's like, you sure you don't mean a holding cell? And it's yeah. Like, why are you fucking testing this? Why are you pushing it? Because it very well could be a holding cell. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is that even a thing that came out of your mouth right now? You're not helping your case. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking. But he... Hammond reminds Teal that he's no longer under Jack's command anymore. That's important to do. And oh, you know, I love that he did that. It is. And because you know Teal is going to follow that new line. Yeah. Because otherwise, if Jack tells him, get me the fuck out of here, he's like, well, that's my commanding officer. Um, I kind of work this way, and this is who I am. I feel like Teal might go along with something like that to a line. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think Teal is lawful. Above anything he else. Is, but at the same time, he's not going to do something that he's morally against. Sure. And so if that includes going along with stealing more things or getting him off world, he's going to be like, uh, I'll take, I'm, I'm going to, he'll start down the road to see where it's going to take him. I think he'll be like, okay, fine, you're gone, but I'm coming with you. Yeah. And then stop And I'm him. coming yeah. with your ass. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so now there's also an incoming gate, and Hammond's just like pissed off. Like, what the fuck else is going on? Yeah. Yeah. No more. And uh, that whole scene was awkward, guys. Like, yeah. that was painful awkwardness. Hey, you just uh, caught me in the act yeah. of doing a thing. Uh, run, Morty, run! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, so the incoming gate has no GDO, and the iris stays closed. The guards all line up. But then the Talon just give no shits about that They're and like, just walk fine, through the iris. They're like, follow your fucking stupid-ass rules, but we're pissed, so yeah. fuck it. We're going to walk right through yeah. Uh, and Travel and Hammond now, it's the first time they get to meet, mm-hmm. not under the best circumstances. Yep. Um, although I will say, it, I'm from the end of the episode, I wonder if this actually is the first time they're meeting. I, I have not- questions about how the end of the episode works. Yeah. Or how this whole yeah. investigation we'll starts. Let's, yes. let's move through yeah. this yeah. because the end of the episode is where the meat is. It is. So they come to get their um, stolen property and mm-hmm. all diplomatic relations will be terminated. And yeah. Hammond's like, can we just, yeah, can we talk? Uh, and Daniel's like, look, this is one man who did this. Please don't hold it against everyone. An entire people. Yeah. We're good. Take care of it. Yeah. Daniel's really stepping into his diplomat role. He He's is. He's really like yeah. leaning into it in this yep. episode. Yeah. And in the infirmary, Jack is continuing the jackass routine <laughs> with Janet. Yeah. Who properly assumes that there's something like medically wrong with yeah, him. Yeah. I love she basically goes, she basically gives him 
hey, I'm giving you an out because I'm assuming that you've got some sort of yeah, alien yeah. creature taking over your like, fucking brain. Because she's Otherwise, take, I'm going to slap you on. Because she does not take any of his shit no, either. No, she's not interested <laughs> in this. Uh, she's like, I'm going to investigate more because there's clearly something wrong with you in your brain. Yeah. Since you're not actually an asshole. Yeah, yeah. which is, I love because it's also sort of an underhanded, like, your brain is fucked up. Exactly. You're, you're acting so out of place yeah. right now. Some hormones, not, some hormones somewhere yeah. are broken. Yeah. This little underhanded slap. Yeah. And so, and he goes to leave and Teal'c's like, uh, you shall not pass. <laughs> yeah. Straight <laughs> like, up. You're not going anywhere. I take up this entire door. Yep. Just try to get past me, please. Mm-hmm. Please try. Yeah. Oh, I want you to try. <laughs> oh, I want you to try so hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then until Hammond wants to see him, so Teal'c will escort him to go yeah. see Hammond. And in, I think, the one of the two most horrible scenes in this entire episode. Yeah. Uh, they pass Sam in the hallway, and Jack yeah. just blows her off. He, like, straight-up playground bullies her. Yeah. And I've never seen Sam feel look so small. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is, you know, you gotta remember, this is on the heels of that episode where he mates with another woman. Yep. He finds a different love and yep. she's kind of had these underlying feelings and now he's also being an ass to her. Yep. Like, I've n- never seen her look so small. No, and because she, she's like, is there anything I can do? Yeah. Uh, and because you're not, you're not acting like yourself and he's like, no, I haven't been acting like myself since I met you. Yeah, basically, I never liked you yep. and I'm just being, He's like, now. now I'm acting like myself. And Teal'c is looking on going, what? Yeah. I feel like Tilka wants to just kind of throw him across the room. Tilka just wants to slug him one across the face. Yeah. Yeah. It's not okay. It's like, definitely it's not okay. This jack is a big. Like, I'm a little hurt as Sam is hurt. Like, yeah. I'm like, ouch, that's not fair. Like, no. it's not okay. So, um, Jack walks up and they see Travel leaving with Daniel and snarks at her as he's leaving. And Hammond's like, Get your ass in the room uh-huh. and shut up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, this man, at this point, and I've said this before, Hammond reminds me of my grandfather, <laughs> in that he is he can be the sweetest, gentlest soul in the yeah. entire world. Do not don't fuck with him. piss him off, or you don't want to be in the same state. Yeah. Naturally, as the perfect angel of granddaughter, <laughs> I never once saw that side of him. Yeah. I remember I only... hearing, see, my grandfather, I remember hearing that he had this side to him. Yeah. I never saw it, it luckily. I never, never experienced yeah. it. I've only heard it in stories because, again, perfect angel of a granddaughter. Yeah. And I think it's kind of the myth that comes with every granddad because I think I, you know, it's fun is I get to tell my nieces the same thing with my <laughs> yeah. dad. It's like, no, no. He's not this. Yeah. He's kind of a badass. Yeah, Don't yeah, fuck yeah. with him. Don't fuck with him. I like to tell them the stories of how my friends were scared to come to the house. <laughs> and they're like, why? Yeah. He's grandpa. And it's yeah. like, well, he wasn't always grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was scary dad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, see, I never, I never, again, I was perfect angel. Of, I never saw the scary side of my father. Oh, yeah. And I saw it enough. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's fair to say, though, that I witnessed it. But yeah. I never felt the brunt of yeah, it. Yeah, I was you perfect. You know. <laughs> anyway. Did so, nothing wrong. So Hammond, uh, Hammond's face. like, get in here. And he yeah. goes, and Teal'c closed the door. And Teal'c just, I love... 
assumes he's supposed to close it with him on the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's and like, I yeah. really wanted Hammond to pause and go, you're supposed to close that in front Get of out. you. Yeah. I kind of love it, though. It's a little bit, um, I'm going to pull from something that a lot of people may not know. In Little House of the Prairie, there's a girl named Nellie Olson. Okay. Who likes to just get Laura, who's our main person, in uh, trouble. Okay. It's a very Nellie Olson face, and they're like, haha, haha, you're about to get in trouble, and I helped. Haha. Now what? What are you going to do now? Yeah. I can't figure out another character who does that. I'm sure there's plenty. I'm sure there are. But it's it's very much, there's a little bit of a smirk there. He's like, I just want to witness your downfall. Yeah. Because this is, you You don't fuck up. Because you deserve this. Yep. You fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, and Hammond's like, okay, you see that line way back, like a mile away? That's how long ago you crossed yeah. that line. And he was like, look, I completely agree. I was insubordinate. Mm-hmm. It's very wrong of me. But... I'm fine with the stealing shit part. Yeah. I have no qualms with that. And Hammond's like, I just met with the Tolan. They greatly disagree with that idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes, and Jack's like, so. I like that the perspective that he puts it in. He's like, well, the victims of this crime yeah. don't see this the way you fucking see it. Exactly. And then Jack's like, so the Tolan are just dictating policy around here now? And Hammond's like, what the fuck? That's yeah. not, stop trying to make shit up. Yeah. And uh, he was like, and, you know, really here, and this is another scene, looking to the future, Jack is laying it on real thick now. Oh. And what's funny is knowing Hammond is in on this, too, like, both of them are probably not enjoying this, but there's a secret part of them oh, yeah. inside that's kind of oh, enjoying yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing how badly they can just get well, into the skin. Well, you know, it's kind of great. It's, it's, you kind of expose who everyone else is in their core. Yeah. And, and through this episode, how they only, respond to things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what happens when we, when you, when we wreck everything that's been set wait, up wait, for wait, you? Wait, wait, what's the line? What, this is what happens when people stop pretending and start being real. Yeah, stop being polite. That's and it. And start being real. That's it. The real world. Stargate edition. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like voiceover and it's Teal'c in the voiceover. Oh my you God, why on. isn't this made? Why didn't someone make this? And like the first confessional is just Teal'c staring into the camera going, I have nothing to tell you. <laughs> and then Daniel comes in and he's like, oh my God. And he's that girl. Like he's the drama girl. Yeah, he's the drama girl. And Sam's like, Daniel and Jack got drunk again. (laughs) And they brought home these two sluts. And I don't even know why I'm in this house anymore. I'm just trying to put myself through med school. And I thought this would be some quick money. You know, MTV plays well. I don't even know why I decided to stay here. (laughs) And Jack just, like, throws a bottle at the camera. (laughs) He's a woo girl. He's a... Jack could be the woo girl. (laughs) And Daniel's like, I can get a lot of girls when I go out with him, so I just go out with him. He's a really good... It's like the opposite of a wig man. Yeah. I just catch all the stragglers. Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. <laughs> and that was our edition of the Real World Stargate Edition. <laughs> oh, I think Done. that's the Lock winner, it winner of the AKA for this episode. <laughs> I like how we usually find the AKAs halfway through. Yeah, well, you know, they have to come organically. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, Hammond's like, look, you have a history of pulling this shit. Yeah. Like, insubordination, disobeying orders. Remember that time when you... Get it? Remember that time when you kidnapped an alien child? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When you put it that way. I know. (laughs) Hammond's like, 
You really easily could get jail time. Yeah. Or you can retire again. What are your options? So he, he retires. We go back to Jack's house. He's playing chess with himself. Yeah. You know, this was fun. As I was rewatching my episode, uh, boyfriend Jesse walked into the room. He goes, is he playing chess by himself? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, the doorbell rings, and it's Daniel. And Jack's like, I don't want to see you at all. <laughs> and Daniel's like, can I how, Can I invite myself into your house, please? <laughs> Is that a beer you have? It's so awkward. It's, yeah. He's like, I'm just a boy standing in front of a boy <laughs> Asking trying you, for a your beer. beer, your beer. <laughs> And uh, because I love he was like, is that a beer? He's like, yeah. Can do you have, do you have another one of those? Can, can I? Can, can I, I, can can I, I have a beer? Dude, can I just come in? Come in. <laughs> I'm I'm trying so hard to be the diplomat in this episode and being everyone's psychologist. Also, is Jack drinking Bud Light or Budweiser? He is. He okay. is drinking Budweiser. Can I say what the fuck? You're in Colorado. You'd be drinking. The, You'd be drinking Coors. Yeah, the something of the Rockies. What's yeah. it called? The something. The what? I don't know. I, I don't drink shitty beer. <laughs> Here's the difference. I'm gonna find it. Jack is someone who'd be drinking the shitty water beer. Yeah. And there's not there's nothing wrong with that. If you like the shitty water beer, dude, own up to it and enjoy the the shitty water beer. It's a lot cheaper. Um, yeah. I can't stand it, so I don't know taste of the Rockies. I'm going to keep looking. Okay. But we're going to find it. Anyways, I do like how they carefully hid the label to try to hide what beer it was. Mm -hmm. Um, So, although to be... No, I was going to say, to be fair, they filmed Vancouver, but then it would be like, you know, Labatt's. Or still Coors. Anyway, Daniel is like, okay, you can have the beer, but there's no talking of feelings. And Daniel's like, well, I don't know what else to talk about. If I can't talk about feelings, I'm done. Yeah, um, that's all I know is the feels. I live in the feels, and I am because he's like I don't. I don't actually like beer. I only took that as a way to get in the house. <laughs> um, but he's like, so why why are you acting like an asshole, Jack? Let's get down to the nitty business. And he, he picked up in the briefing where Jack said something about the Pentagon not giving the backup they requested, and apparently pure Rocky Mountain spring water. That's not as that's, exciting. That's not, that's not, no. Okay. That's not the thing. <laughs> I know which one you're thinking of, and that's not the, that's yeah. not the same. People are screaming it into yeah. their... Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, clearly, they don't have an effective tagline after seeing the commercial no for No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Our entire lives. I think it is Taste of the Rockies, though. Let's just go with Taste sure. of the Rockies. And so, anyways, Jack says that him and Hammond were planning a secondary Stargate base off-world to act as, like, a backup in case Earth was attacked and Jack was going to command it. Mm-hmm. And the Pentagon just pulled the plug. And he's kind of pissed off because he's like, the Pentagon, that's just a sign that they don't really trust us or yeah. have How much of this do you think is a made-up story? Um, well, considering... Like knowing the end of the episode... I would say, considering we have in previous episodes in like the the other Earth, they talked about the beta site, okay. which is essentially the same thing. Yeah, I think the idea was planned in them. Now, how far they've gotten into actually planning and requesting an off-world base, okay, is questionable. Got it. But I'm sure Jack and Hammond have talked about having a off-world base. That's fair. So. How far that into whether it actually went up to the Pentagon, who knows? Mm-hmm. But I think the concept of it is okay. A concept they're got just it, using. Got it. Yeah. Um. So Jack reached into like a half truth and made it a full yeah. Truth. That's not got thinking. It. That's okay. not thinking. And uh, Jack is just still pissed. He's like, "What's the point of diplomatic relations if they aren't going to help us gain our interests, like weapons and technology?" 
He's like, everything else that we gather interests people like you, Daniel. Yeah, he gets into me. like a real dickhole. Like, he does. like just he's just a big giant dick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and he was like, look, if other people don't want to share tech, we should just take it. Yeah. Yeah. And Daniel is like staying true to asshole form. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, look, if you really believe that, Daniel's like, I guess we never really knew each other at all. And Jack's like, well, duh. Like, you're smart. You probably figured that out already. He goes, you can't relate to me any more than I can relate to you. Yeah, he's just being a jerk. He's just being a jerk. He's just being a jerk. Yeah. And Daniel is hurt, and he figures this whole friendship thing they've been working on for the past couple years, and Jack's like, yeah, there's not not a strong foundation to that, huh? Mm. And Daniel leaves. And going back and rewatching this, you can tell on Jack's face... Like, the same way when he spoke to Sam, like, this part sucked for him worse yeah. than anything else he had to that do That has to mission. be the hardest part, is to just kind of just be an asshole to your friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, those are the times where you wish you could, like, give them some sort of secret signal. Yeah. That, like, like a hand signal. Trust me that you, we well, can get through this. Here's the thing. I wonder if after this episode, they do, like... Hey, we should probably have like a really nice tell when we have to tell the other person. But then I wonder if there's there's no way to do that and not there's not give because, up your cover because you would have. And they said specifically they had to. Everyone else, everyone has to had to it. believe it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. But it's just it's what a way to test these friendships. What yeah. a way to test. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Let's just get through okay, this episode. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So, um. Sometime later, Jack is still playing chess, uh, uh-huh. and this time it's Colonel Asshat at the door. Yep. Um, and so Jack is like, "What the fuck, Mayborn?" Yeah. <laughs> Again, Mayborn just invites himself in, and Jack's like, "Oh no, I don't have to deal with this crap anymore." Yeah. I don't have to don't invite you in you. anymore. I don't work for you ever. And and Asshat's like, "But I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for my horrible, horrible accent. It's that. better than I. I don't think I could attempt it. <laughs> It's not um, happening. He's like, fine, you can come in, but just don't sit anywhere because you're not going to be here long enough to sit down. Yeah. So As had heard about what happened and the issues with Hammond and, you know, I'm quite interested in your idea that we shouldn't be doing so much diplomacy and more taking of things. Mm-hmm. I'm interested and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> uh, and um, Jack's like, point anytime. Yeah. Say what you mean. Get to what you want, because I really don't like you. Yeah. Asset's like, look, I can arrange for you to lead a team out there, (laughs) uh, acquiring whatever you want for the good of the country, for good of queen in the country. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Except not so much the queen. Yeah. Uh, Jack is like, I'm just going to assume that whatever you're doing is very illegal, and Asset doesn't deny it. Yeah. Just leaves his card. Like he would. Yep. Back at the SGC, the rest of SG1 assembles. They're getting their fourth. And Daniel is hoping for someone like Ferretti or something and for Sam to get command. And right. Sam's like, dude, that's not how this shit works. Yeah, no, and I love I love that the rest of the team is like, why not? Why can't Sam be our commanding officer? And I love that faith that they have in it. It is. And at the same time, I'm with Sam like... That's not what's going to happen or yeah. how this works. To be fair, she's the only one who's got military experience and would know to think well, that way. to be fair, they've also been working with the military for like three some yeah. years now. I can see myself thinking that way. Yeah, but and, and what's funny is because I can see where Sam and like, I feel really bad for Sam in this scene because yeah. she's like, they're not going to have a major leading this team. Please don't right. say anything yeah. to... Please stop talking. Yeah. 
So it's just embarrassing all of us. Exactly. Yeah. Sam comes down with Colonel Makepeace and SG. This is SG one is uh, the SGC's flagship unit, so they mm-hmm. need to have the strongest possible leadership. Okay. So the next most senior officer is Makepeace. And Danon just pokes his head on in and is like, look, since I'm a civilian, I'm the only one who can say this, but doesn't Sam deserve the command? And Hammond's <laughs> like, Sam's awesome. She's exemplary. Uh-huh. That's why we just promoted her to major. Yeah. You know, that's why she's... You can't... She but can't, she can't just you become can't. the leader of this team. And now. Sam's like, look, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, General. Oh, I'm really sorry for what they're saying. I'm really hoping they're going to shut up. Yeah. It's really awkward for me. Yeah, I am not asking for this. I know how the rules work. You know what, though? Good for Daniel for, for feeling brave enough to... I'm telling you, Daniel's yeah. kind of... He stands out in this episode. It, it, again, in, in, you know, all the shit that's happening, people are showing a little bit of their true colors. I think my issue with this is how Daniel brings it up. Sure. Sure. In front of, in the front of everyone. Well, with I'm the not saying he's case. doing it well. Oh, no, But I'm no. saying good for him to for yeah, having these types yeah. of feelings. And Sam's like, Jedi mind tricking Daniel to please shut up and don't yeah, say anything please more. Please stop talking. Please stop talking. Yeah. Uh, and Hammond, Hammond leaves and make pieces like, I hope to earn your trust. And Daniel's like, well, I didn't really trust the last guy. So good luck with that. Yeah. And Tilk's just like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it just turns and walks away. Yeah, no My thanks. silence will fill the room. Yeah. <laughs> No, thank you. Not interested. And then about a week a week later, as the super says, mm-hmm. uh, Jack finds a car <laughs> parked down the road at night. Yeah, I, you know, this is the second episode now where they've just time traveled for yeah. us. <laughs> I don't know how I feel that that was necessary or if it's lazy writing. What? Yeah. No. Better ways to do this, but fine. I think we would have figured out that some time has passed. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but he picks up Asshat's card. And I'm guessing it's the next day Jack is listening to opera and reading Mad Magazine out back <laughs> oh, on the porch. Because, you know, he's an enigma wrapped inside a question. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fucking teenage girl, like, I trying do, to be opposite. I do like the dichotomy. Because I... But, I somehow do legitimately believe that Jack would listen to opera. Sure, I do too, but it's just so like on the nose. Like too perfect to read Mad Magazine. Okay, yes, you're. You know, it's like the girl who's like, "I'm cute, but I like nerd." It's like, stop. Yeah, just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be yourself. Um, and so he Asshat walks up. He's like, "You ready to go?" Jack's like, first. Got a few questions, (laughs) and Asshat's like, "I'm not gonna answer those now." Yeah, yeah. Uh, He was like. Great. And so it's like, look, what I'm going to show you is not as much classified as mm-hmm. secret and dangerous. Right. Once I show you, there's no turning back. You can either go along with it or you can disappear. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the opera he's listening to, I'm going to butcher this. Sorry, guys. Is Pagla Eddie? Pagli- Pagliacci. Pagliacci. Or clowns. <laughs> 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 It's like he's listening to an opera, but it's an opera of clowns. Yes, yeah. It seems to fit again. Yeah. Uh, it's an Italian opera by Ruggiero Leoncavelli. Leoncavello. Uh, sure. Yeah. It premiered in 1892. Nice. Um, <laughs> so we're at Asshat's private plane, mm-hmm. which is apparently just flying around to avoid surveillance because he doesn't give a shit. All the money. Just rain in the big bucks. Uh, he brings out a gold communication ball. Mm, asshole TV. 
I don't know why all the things are funny. I just looked up Pagliacci and it's really scary. <laughs> scary clowns. Scary clowns. <laughs> um, and so he was like, look, my organization is not so much the NID, but an offshoot of the NID. <laughs> and I want you to command a unit. I think offshoot is like nicely putting it. <laughs> this is his. This is the black market. This is Mayborn's own personal little like hidden project. This is a black market dealing. Yeah, let's just yeah, be yeah. honest about what it is. Like I'm sure this goes. This no is on the dark web, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the dark web. Yeah. Um, but he was like, I want you to meet the temporary command of the unit that I want you to take over. Mm-hmm. So he turns on the ass asshat TV. Uh, and hello, Newman. Uh, <laughs> Which again, I love that he throws in a little tiny bit of like a reference yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And the we the head weirdly rotates around the ball. Yeah. Um, Newman's read all of SG One's mission report to be honored or serve under Jack. Uh, and Newman was one of the kids that they chased through the hangar and through the gate okay. the last time. Yeah. Um, and he was on the other planet, and his... So basically, there was a little bit of foreshadowing to this episode. There was a little bit, yeah. Yep. Uh, um, I know things now. Yay! And their mission is to basically use whatever means necessary to acquire goods and tech that could help Earth. Mm. And Jack wants to know more, but the only way he's going to get information is to agree to join up and take command, which Jack does. Yeah. So I do wish this was kind of a big reveal because this it was. was quite a few episodes back where we ran into them, right? Yep. In, in that yep. other base. I wish there was a little more drama given to that. Yeah. Because I felt like it was kind of like, hey, remember that thing? Here it is. Okay, let's keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I wanted a little more. Yeah. A little bit more. But that's fair. Um, there's a, they, But they do a lot in this episode, too. Th- there's so I mean, much. We're, crazy. like, halfway through the episode, and we're just now even getting to That's another the observation that, as an outsider, uh, boyfriend Jesse made, he goes, this could have been, like, a three-part episode. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it could have, but they wrap them up pretty tightly. They, yeah. They, they like to keep them tight. Yeah. Um, so, Jack agrees. Mm-hmm. In Hammond's office, Makepeace is telling him that Sam has accepted his command without any issues, but Daniel and the Jaffa haven't. Yeah. And Hammond's like, you know, what would help is if you didn't think of him as the Jaffa. Yeah, it's a slightly, like, racist undertone in the way he <laughs> yes. says that. It's like, geez, it dude. It is. Yeah, not okay. And uh, it's speciesist. Uh, and Jack walks in he's super bored in retirement Mm -hmm. and there's something the hammock could do for him one last favor right he wants to retire off world on a Dora with Lara Mm -hmm. and Hammond he's like look I could help you with this but you can't have a GDO which means if you go you're never gonna be able to yeah basically get out forever and Jack totally understands Mm -hmm. which I don't buy that if he goes to a Dora he's gone forever because they've talked about the fact that they're establishing a diplomatic relationship with Edora. There's other ways for him to get back. Yeah. And I think they're both aware of that. Yeah. It's really what's happening. I think I, it I, just more means if you're gone, you're gone. And this part I feel like was in there for the viewer because Hammond gives in so easily. To he this. does. But at the same time, Hammond's supposed to get in easily. This is entirely part of the plan. Sure. This yeah. is entirely part of the plan. Well, that's of what him I mean. It's, it's for us to. Yeah. I think it's, it's part of. Um, a part of the plan that Hammond and Jack already have in motion. Yeah, yeah. But I think if if Jack had really been in trouble, yeah, he wouldn't have given in so easily. Yeah, this is what true. I mean. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we we see him head through the gate. Everyone yeah. is there to watch him, salute him, except for Daniel, who's creepily watching from the control room. Yeah. 
Uh, and as soon as we have like the coolest shot of him going between the gay room and Adora. Yeah. It's a great like pan across yeah, yeah, yeah. screen they have. But as soon as he gets there, he immediately like redials like, the and gate. And I'm out. And yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Not even going to go see Lara and no. my baby that's yeah. sitting there. There's a, they should have just had like a little, a woman chasing a toddler in the background. Well, not, not that much time has passed. She's, she's still pregnant. That's it was fair. literally last episode. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, and uh, so he has... You know how they grow off world. <laughs> Maybe the incubation period is faster. Like a week. Yeah. Done. <laughs> how awesome would that be? Although awesome and terrible. <laughs> because there would be a lot more... We are, we are already overpopulated. Yeah. We, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, big weak babies. <laughs> so he heads to the off world and non NID base, and everyone greets him, and they're a little ragtag, yeah. but you know they're good at what they do. Uh-huh. They don't Which steal being assholes as much as acquire what they need to. They yeah. haven't gotten caught yet. So look, as much as we don't like these guys, are these the guys on 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 Firefly? Um, I would say no. Okay. And the only reason I'm saying that is because after listening and watching Newman and as they say, like, whatever means necessary, I feel like... I mean, he's not Mel Reynolds. No, no, no. I feel like our shining crew is much more morally upstanding than these guys. Okay. Okay. Because here's the thing. These guys just stole from, or about to steal from a primitive race who used this in order to hide from, from, you know... Bad guys. Bad, bad animals. Yeah. Mal is very, like, thing. he's like, I don't steal from people who can't afford to be stolen from. Fair. Fair. These guys are just going to steal whatever they can. Okay. So. Yeah. They steal everything. Exactly. So, like, to me, our shiny crew of the Serenity is <laughs> much more morally upstanding than these, sure. than these guys. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, so, you know, they basically judge their success by the fact that they haven't gotten caught and how many spoils they have from their missions. Yeah. That's okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure, pirate, yeah. <laughs> so they, they go to check out the newest tech. Um, Claire Tobias shows him an anti-gravitation device, which uses superconducted gyroscopic action to generate an anti-gravity field. Yeah, words. Uh, and Jack's like, no. <laughs> Don't yeah. science at me. Yeah. He goes, you remind me of someone. And she's like, yeah, Major Carter? Yeah, she beat me out to be yeah. a role I feel like he could have said, you remind me of, like, the Target brand of someone. <laughs> like, the, the more generic version of someone. Because she does not shine a light to Major no, Carter no, no, as far no. as I'm concerned. She does not. Um, but she works with the stuff that's too big to be transported back to Earth. She basically backward engineers them and send the plants home. Mm-hmm. Which is right. a, a, not a complete science, according to Stargate. But just to let you know... You can levitate something. Oh, okay. Uh, don't call it anti-gravity. Okay. That's not a thing. Okay, got it, got it. Gravity is caused by the curvature of space-time. Okay, <laughs> that's how we get gravity. You're sciencing it. <laughs> okay. Well, you've seen the yeah, whole, yeah, like, yeah. if it's a sheet and you put a bowling ball in it versus yep. a marble. Yep. Okay, general relativity basically says, like, you can't, it's all but impossible to have anti-gravity. Uh-huh. You can create something that levitates with electromagnets. Some people have claimed to have done it with gyroscopes, but it hasn't really been demonstrated to be okay. proven that way. Um, and if you need to know what a gyroscope looks like, imagine Hermione's time turner. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Essentially, what it is. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're. I think they're really cool because you can have something in the center that remains still, like regardless of how you turn the object as a whole. 
I always thought that'd be really cool to have, and like I used to watch Ace of Cakes a lot, and they uh-huh. would transport cakes. Yeah, that's what you need. I feel like that's need. basically what they needed that to is. transport a cake. That is exactly what they need yes. to transport a cake. Yeah, uh, because th- there's rotation on all three axes, mm-hmm. and actually they use them for a lot of cases where something has to be perfectly still. Got it. Um, they've also made like toddlers bowls and stuff. Oh yeah, with I've them, seen that. Yeah, where, so they can't be spilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's way to use science, guys. Science. <laughs> and uh, superconductivity is actually a thing. Okay. It sounds like it's fake. Okay. Um, but it's basically a, a, a point in which there's the electrons and things, there's no resistance. Okay. Um, you cool it down. So it's kind of like taking a rough lake into a frozen smooth one. And okay. all of a sudden you have no resistance. You can glide across it really easily. Got it. Got it. So like. It's like the, an air hockey table. Exactly. Okay. Um, but again, levitation. They just use air. Yeah. But you can use electromagnets and create, like, some levitation. Okay. Okay. Uh, to me, eventually, we will have, like, when you see sci- when you see science fiction and they're like, maybe not the hovercraft, possibly a hovercraft mm-hmm. from, like, A New Hope. But a lot of the, mm-hmm. the times where they're able to create these and, like, move the shipments across the floor on a hover Yeah. Thing, I do think some point in the future we can have something like that instead of like forklifts. That's fair. And even now, like the forklifts that we had fifty years ago are not the forklifts yes, we had now. Exactly. Yeah, I think it'll be just like a, a natural evolution yeah. Yeah, of yeah, those yeah. things. So, um, it's levitation. It's it's not anti gravity. Yeah, that's not. I think they maybe did that just for like oh they the wanted to sciency. Mm-hmm. They wanted it to be sciency for him sure. to go. You're no Sam. Yeah. So, Asshat then calls Jack on Asshole TV, <laughs> and he has the first mission, P3, PX3595. Sorry. <laughs> Numbers are hard. Numbers are hard. To be fair, I could have completely fucked that up, and no, no one would No care. one would know. Um, but apparently, SG9 couldn't negotiate, so they're just going to take it. Yeah. Whatever geez. this artifact is. Yeah. So, um... They get ready to head through the gate, and apparently they're, this is a um, primitive planet. Okay. And there are these bad predators there that are very violent. Okay. My head thinks of them as saber-toothed tigers, but they're probably not in any See, way. to me, you say predator, and I think of the predator. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, where's too. Arnold? Yeah. <laughs> um, so apparently there's this device in a cave, and they use it to banish the predators. <laughs> um Okay. Yeah. So they head through the gates or vanish them. It makes more sense that they vanish them to hide from the predators. Yeah. Anyways, they head through the gate and they're in a cave at night and they get the device and ooh, Newman disappears. Yeah. And then he shows up again behind Jack. Cool, huh? Yeah. And Jack notices that it looks Asgard and they're like, well, yeah, this is an Asgard protected planet. So basically, they're stealing from the Asgard. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, don't do that. Don't. That's not a smart thing to do, guys. No. Yeah. Um, back at the offward base, Newman is, like, thinking of all the ways you could use this for black ops back on Earth. And Tobias, uh, she says that they don't actually have to reverse engineer this. It's small enough. They just will send it back to Earth. They conveniently have a man on the inside. Mm-hmm. And Asset tells them where to drop it. And then someone comes along and picks it back up. Okay. So, speak of the devil, Asset calls them and tells them the time and coordinates for the next drop. And Jack's like, I'll take care of it this time. You're right. The best way to understand a command is to do every job at least once. Sure. Total sense. Learn by doing. Exactly. So, Jack heads through to the planet and sticks it next to the DHD under a rock. 
And as he's doing this, the gate starts to dial in and Jack has to run and hide. It's SG-1. Dun, dun, dun. And Makepeace tells Daniel and Sam to go run their tests, see if there's Nakwa to hear. And then Teal'c walks by the DHG suspiciously. And they continues walking. No yeah. one actually even pretended come to come to the... No. 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 It's not Tilk. It's not Tilk. It's not going to be Tilk no. ever. No, no, no. Tilk just got here. I know. another fucking planet. I know. He's not going to turn on them this No, quickly. no, no. Um, so sometime later, Jack is still... Like, he had to wait there for the whole time. Um, and the team returns. And as Sam dials home, Meatpiece goes down to retie his boots... And grabs the device and hides it in his jacket. This was not brain surgery to figure out that it would have been no, make peace. Because you know there's no one else on this team that would no. have done it. Yeah. Now, if you had a double team mission mm-hmm. where it's for some reason, we've had it before, where SG-1 and 2 goes through the gate. Yeah, and I think this was kind of, I think this was done just to prove to the Tolan how trustworthy yes. this SG One team is. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And they they had to. They, and I'm sure. What I have a hunch is that Hammond and Jack already knew or assumed it was a make piece. Right. Right. And so that's why. Well, but then again, then again, well, I don't know if they did possibly because. I, I think it would have worked out far too coincident. I think th- because they Hammond don't. is 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 really good about knowing what he's getting himself into. Yes. So I think there has been a lot of work done on the back end before Probably. we even get here. The only thing I can think of is is how did they know that this would be like the planet that they unless they. I'm trying to work this out in my head and I uh-huh. can't form the thoughts that I'm trying to form. Okay. I I wonder how. I if they already knew or suspected it was make peace, mm-hmm. I guess that Hammond and Jack just assumed that wherever the drop is going to be is going to be wherever I send make peace next. Yeah, I think I th- look. I think at some point, instinct and and his time in 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 the military just kind of worked in Hammond's favor. Yeah, where it's not so much that he knew make peace was up to something, but he's like. How is this guy so comfortable being at a number two for this long? Yeah. Someone with this kind of drive, and he's like, mm, something's up. Not necessarily, this guy is doing shit on another planet. It's more like, I've been in the military long enough to understand. Maybe this guy, no one stays here so complacently for this long without having something else up their sleeve. So he might have thought he had something else up his sleeve, not know. necessarily this. I mean, being the head of SG2 is mm-hmm. not like a I mean, down he was in still any way. Two. Two is still two, but I I don't think he was... He knew the only other place to go would be Jack's place, and he knew that Jack wasn't going to go anywhere. Right, but there's still something where... But that... I think to that, that could could create suspicion. I don't know. To be this complacent? I don't know. To be this comfortable? I I have a hunch that they somehow knew that he was the person. Okay. Not just... That's fair. Not just anything else. Gotcha. Um, So... Makepeace tying his boots, grabs the device, mm-hmm. you know, hides in his jacket and heads to the gate. So Jack immediately runs up, dials the gate, right. runs through. As he's running through, the Asgard beam down to the DHD yep. so they can see what symbols are there <laughs> yeah, before yeah, yeah. they go away. So Jack returns to the gate to the off-base site, and he tells Newman that the planet was right, but the timing sucked. And then suddenly the place starts shaking and rumbling, and Uh Jack doesn't say anything. He just dials up the gate. 
Newman's like, no, bro. What's happening? No, bro. Done. You're doing you done this just wrong. dialed the gate up. Yeah. And Jack's like, I'm opening up options. The whole place is shaking, and Newman's getting his face, and Jack just punches him. Right. He's like, fuck, I'm done playing this. I've been wanting to punch him for ages. Yeah. Uh, so then Tobias runs in and says that there's an Asgard ship coming down on top of him, and the Asgard start beaming up what is rightfully theirs. Yeah. And Jack stands in front of the gate. He goes, look, you people have two options. The Asgard are about to start taking people. Or you can come with me. He's like, I'm going to go the other side. I'm going to hold the gate open so you can't die a lot anywhere else. Yep. Choice is yours. Yeah. Uh, You're fucked. You're caught. And finally, we're like, thank God. Yeah. Thank God, Jack. Jesus, this was too long. I know. So everyone's running through the gate. In the gate room, Teal'c is putting uh, a zip tie, uh, handcuffing Tobias. Mm -hmm. Finally, Newman comes through as the last person. Mm -hmm. Jack wanders down the the, uh, ramp and asks Makepeace for one of those hand ties. And then quickly handcuffs (laughs) Makepeace himself. I like this, like, Three Stooges almost sequence where he's like, let me see one of those. Here, I'm going to use it on you. (laughs) And here's the reason I think that they knew it was Makepeace. They just had to catch him in the act because immediately everyone raises their guns at make peace yeah that's um, true there's no question like what no the hell question. are you doing exactly yeah. um and jack he's like i'm just doing my job mm-hmm. make peace is pissed clearly right. although you know you if you can be pissed you still got you're caught still right-handed yeah you're still in trouble um so hammond is pleased to announce that they're all under arrest for high crimes against the united states and its allies mm-hmm. and travel enters the gate room and make peace tells jack like he's like look you blew it yeah and uh but jack and Jack and Hammond agree that this uh, this came up quite exactly. nicely. No, this is almost exactly what I planned yeah, to do. So is, I blew nothing except worked. your shitty cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Makepeace threatens them and says they don't know how high up this goes. And Jack gives no fucks yeah. about any of we'll it. We'll figure it out. He's like, look, we don't need the Tolan, the Tok'ra, the Asgard. Mm-hmm. And they're not. We don't need their stuff. Like, we right. need them. Yeah. So. Basically, what. Hammond and Jack are saying here is like as high up in our military as yeah. this may go, these other planets are a bigger threat. Oh yeah, and don't fuck with them. No, don't. No. Yeah. So Daniel just wants to clarify. Uh huh. For a whole week, starting with the appeals to the Talon, which he worked really hard on. By yeah. the way, <laughs> this was all a scam. Yeah. And Hammond's like, look. Two weeks ago, both the Asgard and the Tolan approached us separately with evidence that the SGC was stealing tech. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we weren't. Right. Um, and they were going to sever all ties with us, but we convinced them that it had to be a rogue group mm-hmm. and to let us find them, which, you know, makes me ask, how did they contact Hammond without Daniel or anyone else knowing? It just... It just goes to... Sh- well, one, the Talon can do whatever the fuck they want. But here's the thing. They still have to come through the gate, don't they? Yeah, but I don't think Daniel's, you know, vigilant of everything that comes but to the gate. other people would know that they came through the gate. That's fair. Like, can't, they can't pull this off with anyone else in the base knowing what's going on. No, that's true. Like, this is my question. I guess the well, Asgard, I can kind of see because they can just beam into Hammond's office. Yeah, maybe that's all they'd had to do. And the thing is, too, if, you know, if someone comes to the gate and asks for Hammond, this crew's not going to ask too many questions. It's not. But at the same time, they're still going to know someone came through the gate asking for Hammond. Yeah, yeah. But if, you, if you're if you lower enough on the left, like if you're Walter, but you're Jack, not going to go around asking questions. But Jack is not low enough. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jack 
Well, okay, Jack knew about Jack it, but knew, Daniel, yeah. Daniel and Sam, you can't but, tell me. But they weren't there when someone got beamed in. So Hammond, mm-hmm. you know, so Walter's not going to be like, hey, Sam, do you know why the Asgard were here? That's not the way he works. This is true. What I'm saying you know what is, I mean? or is you, do you know why the Talon was here? They're not that gossipy. I guess the thing, if, if, if an Asgard just beamed into Hammond's office, mm-hmm. fine. That part I can accept. Yeah. But if anyone came through the gate, there's no way that could be hidden. But I don't think it was hidden. I think it was like SG-1 was off planet somewhere. The Talon came through, dealt with Hammond. The the crew that's there to watch watch the gate, watch the gate. They're like, okay, they're talking to Hammond. No big deal. See what I'm saying? That's how I make make good of it. You know, like it's just it. I can kind of see it. Like this, this is the biggest stretch for me in this episode. Yeah, Yeah. This is the biggest stretch for me. Is no, I see it. You know, it's, it's easy enough for people to come and go in the room. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, Sam and Daniel and Teal don't have to know everything. And they don't know everything. And like I said, it, to me, it completely depends. If they came through the gate, it is really... De- because I'm sure Sam gets notification. Like, in her daily report, as one of the experts on the Stargate, as yeah. every time the Stargate's opened... Right. And the team's schedule and everything. So that's why if anyone, if the Tolan came through the gate. Well, couldn't they have put it in as a schedule, an SG2 schedule? And then, I mean, she's not going to be like, were you here? She's not questioning it. Yeah, I just have, this is the part that I have a hard time getting with. That's fine. So to me, it's like. There's too much works around. There's too much mental mental gymnastics that my head has to play for that to work to me i think there's just trust there that yeah would allow it to happen yeah you know what i mean there's trust in the checks and balances where you just like well we trust that hammond's communicating to you and you know when you're on the low end of the totem pole you're just trusting you're going through hammond yeah you know if there was a breach there where hammond didn't know this was happening then i'd be like ah there's no way it's it's not me like not me not being able to believe that Walter didn't tell someone or something like this. It's yeah. the fact that I don't believe I can, I have a hard time believing that if someone came through the gate and uh-huh. Asgard the Tolan, that somehow Daniel would not be aware of it. I see, and I just don't agree. I don't agree. Yeah, because I just think he doesn't know everything that comes through the gate. He's told about it. Yeah, but he doesn't know it inherently. You know, like they tell him, "Hey, this came through, and this is what we found here," and, and like he's asked for all this information, but he doesn't just know it. You it's know what just I mean? because it's announced overhead that every time the gates open. Sure. Yeah, but he's always at the base. Uh, See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're they're off planet it's enough. Too much coincidence has to happen. I'll put it that okay. way. Okay, okay. Like I said, That's the mental fair. gymnastics. Yeah, I think it's easy enough to distract our team. Yeah. To to do this. Yeah. Especially if Jackson on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, We're off off planet enough to where this happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm convincing you. No, but that's okay. No, you're yeah. not. It's okay. Um, but but they Hammond and Jack says they couldn't tell the rest of the team since they had to be assured that their reaction was going to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And the Asgard themselves insisted that only Jack be involved because you know they yeah. like him. Yeah. Um. And then Hammond. He's cute. He is cute. Yeah, he is cute. And then Hammond and Travell go off to discuss things. I think if anything, Daniel's just a little salty that he wasn't in on it. He's well, That's he's what salty it is. that, and he's also salty of what Jack said to him because of all this. Yeah, I think that's all. To some degree, Daniel's like, "Hey, you know, I thought I'd made enough of a name of myself to be included on shit yeah. like this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, to be fair, 
he's right in this. Yes, yes, yes. He's, he's not very, wrong. Very right. Yeah, now. and I think that's really where he's like, I thought I'd proven myself enough to be a trustworthy part of yeah. that. I could have been part of this mission yeah. and been helpful, but it's like, yeah, but it just wasn't helping. It, it. Yeah, and Jack tells the team that he's back. And yeah. Sam's super happy to have him back, although I'm sure in the back of the head's going, uh, you're going to apologize Sam's for the shit that Sam's got a lot said? of feels here that she's, like, got to yeah. work through. It sucks that she's got to deal with all this, but yeah. she does. And Teal'c says, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to add that to the count. Yeah. And Daniel is still sort of pissed. Jack, look, I assure you, the house was bugged. I had to keep up the act. Yeah. And Daniel's like, yeah, sure, I totally no, understand. He's just, yeah, he's mostly pissed that he wasn't in on the secret. And and Jack assures him, like, the whole friendship thing rocks out of the foundation. The bromance is still alive. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it's going to take a while for that to come back, it, though. Like, and it really, it touched, it touched Jack that Daniel is the one that came over and... Mm-hmm. Um, so about that, yeah. really, we drew straws, uh-huh. and I lost, <laughs> and enter the jaunty Stargate music. Yeah, let's be fair, it was never gonna be Teal'c, because well, there love- would have been no conversation. Hey, do you want to tell me anything? No? Alright, bye. <laughs> and I love Teal'c's look as he passes. Yeah. <laughs> priceless yeah this was a great episode in in like it kind of not so much about jack but just on the rest of the way our team handled it yeah like it showed that sam's got a little bit of growth to do it shows that if pushed enough daniel will man up yeah you know and it shows that Tilk's like gonna follow the rules and i'm sure behind the scenes Sam and Janet had a bitch session. Oh, yeah. They were like, what the fuck is his deal? Oh, yeah. They went to town on Jack. His ears must have been ringing. You know? Yeah. Um. So, Count, we get to add an indeed. Yay. We're up to three. Done. Just trust me, that number will jump. Um, <laughs> do you place this in your top five for the season? I don't think I do. I don't I really think don't I at do all. either. Yeah, I'm looking at my list. It's a good, it's good, but we're at the end of the season now, so we have a yeah. lot of conversation. I mean, I'm trying to get rid of stuff off of my <laughs> my top five. Well, at some point you have to drop two. Well, you I can I can do have this. Seven on I'm your list. ready to drop a learning curve. Okay. I'm not ready to to pick between pretense and past and present. And that's tied for your fifth place spot yeah. right now. Yeah, okay. but I'm ready to drop that. So okay. it's Ergo Forever Today. Point of view, 100 days, pretense, and past or present. Can I just say that our top four are identical? That is interesting. That has not happened before. That ha- well, no. Yeah. Our top, their top four are identical, and I have past and present as my <laughs> That's true. You do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. I wonder what that says about the season. I don't know. Because I don't know that it that you and I have changed in who we are mm-hmm. uh, or the things that we like. I think we're just... It says something about the way they're they're meshing the things together. Yeah. It's not like this is purely a feels episode, and like or I'm this able is to purely flip, a science episode. I think I might be able to flip my three and four point of view because I have point of view is three and hundred days is four. That's I fair. could in theory flip those two. Yeah, um, but you're going for every day as top two are like. I think it just says a lot it, in how the the show's yeah. moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not separating their 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 different angles as much. But yeah, dig it. So next week we're gonna look at new ground. New ground. Okay. Uh, is there anything left to say about this episode? No, I think we covered it all. I like I like the approach that they took to all of our team members. I really want to so hit rushed. on this. Yes, so it rushed. was wrapped up a little too tightly. Um, I agree with what boyfriend Jesse said, where we could have pushed this across to a couple more episodes. 
However, at least two. However, they would have had to let us, the audience, in on the fact that Jack is doing this. I think sooner. they could have successfully made it through the entire first episode and, and into left on the cliffhanger, and and then answered the question early in the second yeah, episode. Yeah, because I don't think we would have stuck around with Jack being an asshole yeah. for very long. Yeah, I think they could successfully do it for an entire. One episode and then answer, yeah. let us in early in a second. But yeah, I, I I think they could have definitely carried it through. But with that caveat that the audience does not like Jack being on the wrong no, side of things no. for too long. We don't. I mean, we like asshole Jack, but we don't but, like asshole to our own people, Jack. Yeah, we like uh, chaotic Jack. good Jack. Yeah, we exactly. don't like chaotic <laughs> evil Jack. Exactly. We love chaotic Jack. We love him. Just he's got to be good. He's exactly. Be good. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's my last say say on this part. But yeah, definitely. Um, we should give everyone a heads up. Yes. That there's a big holiday coming. Yeah. And we may take a little break and see you guys after that. Simply because uh, we can't quite figure when to schedule when the another hell we're recording. See each other. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to see each other for for quite a while. Yeah. So there's going to be a little bit of a gap. There's a lot of travelings of the country that's yes. going to happen in yes, a little yes. bit. <laughs> and unfortunately, it is not. Unfortunately, it is not to the same places. No. <laughs> so, um, but we'll be back in the new year. This is yes. our last of 2016. <gasps> Holy good, moly. Good riddance, you fucker of a year. No kidding. <laughs> Get out of here, 2016. Um, I like at the end of John Oliver where he literally 2016 on fire. You know what? 2016 did a lot of terrible things, but it did some nice things to us. It did and some let's nice hang things. on to those silver linings. Exactly. Uh, there's a Stormy Boy. That happened in 2016. Yeah. There is, um, I can't think of too many things else. <laughs> uh, but you, uh, Grace and boyfriend Jesse got to live in the same fucking area code. That's good. So that was nice. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was a nice thing. Uh, and I can't think of much else. But yeah, definitely see you guys next year. Yes. Let's hope for a better one. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and with that, you can find us on the Twitters at Terra Podcast. You can email us. We'll be checking it throughout this holiday. Yes. Um, there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. We know we're not the best people at getting back at the emails, but, but we, we will do get to read you. them all and get back we to promise. you. We promise. Um, and you can find us on the Facebooks at There's No Place Like Terra. And uh, that's it. Uh, rate and review us. We love you guys. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.